This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 3-1 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field, way up there, way out of here. Goodbye baseball. Eight strikeout for the King tonight and make it... 23 consecutive scoreless innings for Felix. called on the outside corner, and there it is. It's time for the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Kyle Seager, that just happened. Thank you very much. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Here we go, back with the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Thanks for coming by once again. Podcast 301. At Mariners Pod on Twitter. Thanks for being here once again. It's going to be a fairly quick one, simply because it's 1 in the morning and I have to be up in a couple of hours. So let's get right to it as the Mariners beat Baltimore in game one of a four-game series. And we talked about it in the podcast yesterday. This 20-game stretch the Mariners started yesterday. It's a big stretch in terms of who they play. And the ground they can gain. A tough stretch. I mean, they're playing a lot of good teams in this stretch. But it was a great start as they beat Baltimore in game one of the series. We are going to hear from Mike Zanino, who was called up by the Mariners yesterday. After Steve Clevenger, unfortunate, uh, hurt his hand. He's going to be out for a while. Had to have surgery yesterday. So Mike Zanino is up. Shannon Dreyer, a chance to catch up with him. Mark Trumbo has really had a, an amazing season, what he has done with the bat, the long ball, everything else. And he gives that credit, uh, some of that credit anyways, to Edgar Martinez. Aaron Goldsmith will catch up with Mark Trumbo. That conversation comes up in a few minutes as well. But let's get to the highlights of this one as the M's take down Baltimore in game one of the series. Uh, keep in mind, Baltimore had won seven games in a row coming in, red hot, tied for the second-best record in the American League, tied with Cleveland coming in just behind Texas, playing great baseball, and their offense has been unstoppable this season, just bashing home runs everywhere. But Taiwan Walker was excellent out of the gates, but he got some help from his defense as well. The defense solid all night, and it started with Kyle Seager. The 2-2 to Jones, swinging a ground ball to the hole at short, diving, sliding, stop, up with the ball, Kyle Seager, spin move, gets up, throws the first in time to get Adam Jones. Kyle Seager with an outstanding play, way to his left, sliding on his left knee, gets up, makes the stop, and he has time to get the speedy Adam Jones over at first base. Outstanding play by Kyle Seager, one away. Nice play there by Seeger. First batter of the ballgame at Adam Jones. Walker goes 1-2-3 in the first, and that would be a preview of what would be to come the next few innings for Taiwan Walker as he put it in cruise control. And the Mariners didn't waste any time. Kyle Seeger on the other end of things, getting a base hit, driving home a run with two outs. The right-hander delivers, swing, and a line drive over the head of Machado at third. Down the left field line, Cano Ronnie third. He'll score. Around the third, Cruz up with the ball, Kim. The throw to third. 
Not in time, and it gets on by Machado. Backing up his leaders, Kyle Seager in at second base with a clutch two-out RBI base hit, and the Mariners lead Baltimore. One nothing at that point. Mariners with the lead in the second inning. More defense. Martin, a tremendous catch in center field off the bat of Mark Trumbo. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Well hit ball straight away center. Martin racing back to the warning track. Still going back. Reaches up and he makes the catch. Braces himself up against the wall in straightaway center field. A sliver of sunlight on that warning track. He had to look up into that. Race back, showing his numbers, made the catch a half step from the wall, leaped high in the air at the top of the fence. He got it. What a catch by Leonis Martin, and two away for the Orioles. That was a great catch. One, two, three in the first. One, two, three in the second. One, two, three in the third. He retired the first 11 he saw with a punch out. Walker looks in, has the sign. Three strikeouts tonight. The one-two pitch, swing and a miss, and make it four. He strikes out Kim. On a 1-2 fastball at 95 miles an hour. Two down for the Orioles here in the fourth. Strikeout number four for Taiwan Walker, and he is a humming, baby. Yeah, he was on fire. And the next batter, Manny Machado, would pick up a base hit, but he was erased at first base on another great defensive play. 2-2 two -two pitch, swung on, fly ball deep into the gap in the right center field. Martin racing back, and this one is off the top of the wall. Machado to second, stumbles, stops, goes back, the throw to Marte. The relay back to Lee, and it's in time! Machado is out at first. He made the wide turn. He wanted to go to second, but he stumbled and had to stop. Martin got the throw into Marte. Marte fired back to Dejo Lee, down with the tag. And Machado is out trying to get back. That was a great play. So he's faced the minimum at that point. It was all set up by Martin's arm in center field. He just has a cannon attached. That was a great throw. Machado knew it. He got off too far, <laughs> tried to scramble back, couldn't get back. So he's out. And then in the fourth, uh, in the fifth rather, Mariners attack on two more. Mariners up one nothing at that point, but Seth Smith goes yard. The pitch to Smith swinging, well hit ball deep to right field, and that is gone. Goodbye baseball. To heck with the bunt. He swings away and on a 2-1 pitch hits a rocket out of here to right field with Martin aboard. Number seven on the year for Seth Smith. And the Mariners now lead the Orioles by a score of three to nothing. What a shot by Smith. No doubt about that. And the Mariners would get one more on what ends up being a huge play in this ballgame. The 2 2 to Lee. Swing and a line drive into right center field. Shallow coming in trouble. Can't get to it. It plays it on a hop. Cano will score. The throw to third. Cruz is out at third base. Cruz went toward back to second. It looked like Trumbull might catch it, and then he took off for third. Trumbull's throw to Manny Machado was in time to get Cruz at third. Cano will score. So he scores to make it 4 nothing Mariners. Baltimore gets one back on a solo blast in the seventh to lead things off, and then a base hit by Davis. So Walker's night would be done. Diaz comes on, and he was throwing flames. The one-two, caught on and missed as he blows it right past Weeders at 89 miles an hour. Diaz strikes out both men that he faces in relief of Taiwan Walker and the two have combined to allow just one run over seven innings against the Baltimore Orioles. 
And then Nelson Cruz would come up on the other side of things, pick up a double in the seventh inning, and he ends up on third base on an error by Jones in center field. Seeger, the intentional walk, and then Dayholi comes up with another RBI. The 1-1 pitch, swinging a shattered bat, a weak ground ball over to third. Machado somehow avoids the barrel of the bat, throws to second for one, on to first base in time for the double play to end the inning. Machado evading shrapnel on the left side of the infield, and that will bring the seventh to a close. That's a phenomenal play by Machado, the Platinum Glove Award winner, and here is Scott Service. Service puts up his left hand. He might want to take a look at this. The headsets are off, and he is safe at second. He is safe at second. The run will score. That is Cruz, and the inning will continue. You couldn't tell in full speed at the time, but the foot just kind of hovering above the bag with the catch at second base. So safe at second, a run scores, and that would be a much-needed run because Baltimore would get to work in the eighth off of Benoit. They would score a couple of times. They would chase him. Mariners go to the bullpen. Ciszek called on in the eighth inning looking for a four-out save, and he gets out of the eighth with a punch out. The one-two on the way. Swing and a miss and a fastball strike three. Steve Ciszek strikes out Chris Davis, and that will finally retire the side in the top of the eighth inning. Holy smokes, what a pitch by Ciszek. And then it's always a scary situation in the ninth inning when Baltimore and all their power lead off base hit by Trumbo. But uh, Ciszek goes one, two, three, including a punch out to end things and end this ball game. The three, two pitch swing and a miss strike three and the ball game is over. The Mariners won it five to three over the Baltimore Orioles and the Mariners get back to a game over 500. They go to 40 and 39 on the year. Steve Ciszek, an outstanding job and inning in a third to pick up his 19th save of the year. So there it was, closing it out, getting the win. Mariners 5-3 to three winners over Baltimore. Taiwan Walker, outstanding in his start. Here's what he had to say. Felt good. Arm felt good. Um, you know, I felt like uh, Chris did a good job, you know, attacking the zone, going right after them, pitching in, in and out, up, down, mixing. Um, the only, I mean, man, he keeps bailing me out. I mean, a couple of nice plays. You know, offense been really good. Um, you know, just overall, I think it was a great team win, something we needed. How about the foot? It's all right. Didn't feel anything at all? Or? I mean, yeah, it's, I felt it, but, you know, it's, I guess something I just got to pitch through. And, um, you know, knowing that nothing's structurally wrong with it, um, you know, I still go out there and pitch. Before, I, I didn't know what was, I thought it was my Achilles, and so, you know, I didn't want to use my legs just in case, but now that I know it's nothing structural wrong with it, I can still use my legs and almost kind of just have to pitch through it, I guess, for now. When did you start to feel that? Um, first pitch. But, uh, you know, I felt good in the bullpen and everything, but uh, just that first pitch, you know, it started acting up again. Um, so. Did you have a little extra life on the fastball maybe after not having pitched for a few days, a few extra days? Yeah, definitely. My, my arm felt really good, and I felt like, uh, you know, the ball was coming out really good, and you know, I thought I was using my legs uh, good as much as I can, and um, but you know, just mixing everything and uh, just keeping them off balance. Well, is this something you're just going to have to deal with going yeah. forward the foot issue? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, hopefully it just goes away out of nowhere, but, you know, for now, I just do what I do in between. Um, uh, just 
stay off as much as possible and then just be, uh, be ready for the next start. Will you be able to do that on a normal rotation? You had the extra days this time. Yeah, uh, I think so. Um, you know, last time uh, before a boss start, you know, I, I feel like uh, it went away. You know, I felt good, and uh, so hopefully, you know, we just keep doing treatment and be good. Oh, huge! You know, it got me. You know, no runners on, so you know I felt good from the wind up, and um, you know, anytime you know they hit the ball out there, you just know that he's going to catch it. You know, and give his best effort at it, and uh, you know, as a pitcher, that feels good. He is so good in center field. Catch he made last night was outstanding. The he used the arm as well, got the out at first base. I mean, he was. Tremendous game in center field. Really nice defensive effort for the Mariners as well. Defense was solid. Pitching outstanding. Uh, Walker, Diaz, and Cishek closing it down. And then the offense as well. One long ball, but also uh, manufacturing some runs as well. So nice win for the M's. Here's what the skipper had to say about it. It looked like the Taiwan you've been waiting for, huh? Yeah, that was great to see. You know, he certainly looked uh, much healthier. He was using his legs getting down the hill and uh, you know, very efficient early on with his pitches, uh, which was, you know, huge for us. Uh, really, really happy to, to see him getting back going again. That's that's the guy. You know, that's the guy we've been – we saw early in the year. We just haven't seen him in a while. Hey, last time you talked about how the defense had been shaky and it really bailed you out several times tonight. Yeah, we showed up ready to play tonight. Uh, we had some discussions today um, before – the game about our intensity level and where it needed to go. Um, you know, we kind of know <laughs> how our season has gone to this point. Uh, there's a lot, uh, there's a story yet to be written, is the way I look at it. And uh, discussions I had with our, our veteran group today, they understand where we're at and we need to play well. We need to get this thing going in the right direction leading into the All Star break and then see where we're at at that point. But do you consider that a, a team meeting or is it, was it a regular part of your? It's a regular part of our, our program. You know, we meet with our group about, you know, once a month when it's called for. It looked like you guys made tender more quite a bit. You didn't give in on any one of any levels. Is that kind of like coming in? Yes. <laughs> Raise the intensity level. You know, every pitch, every play, you know, you got to finish it fast. you got to keep grinding, keep grinding. And, um, you know, it's tough to win in this league. And if you don't bring it every night, there's very few teams that are so talented that they can just throw it out there and it goes okay. So... Again, uh, nice to see our, our guys step up. We've got to do it again tomorrow night because uh, nobody was happy with the way we played last night, so it was nice to get it, get it back going again. He almost kind of showed you with the glove and the arm there. Yeah, yeah he's you know dynamic center fielder, um, but you, you know, he got finished plays. You know, he didn't finish a couple over the weekend. He got there, didn't catch them. Uh, tonight he did, and that's the difference uh, between uh, the, the good players and, and the great players. Got to do it, got to do it consistently. Was Walker's foot okay throughout the outing? Uh, it stiffened up a little bit later on. Uh, but, you know, he had plenty of pitches to go. And, you know, we talked after the sixth inning, and you know, I just said, this is your game. You're going to go as long as you can. And he says, that's right, I got it. So, you know, that's where he needs to be. A little bit of a shaky outing from Benoit. Because I'm sure you didn't want to use C-check. No, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little concerning. Um, you know, Jack just hasn't been right. Uh, mechanically, timing off, you know, the walks. You know, that's what you usually you never see from him, and they, we've seen it a, a few times. So he uh, hadn't been out there in a while. Uh, we need him. We certainly need him. Um, you know, Diaz has done an outstanding job for us, but you know, we need more than, than one guy. Um, you know, leading up to to C-Sheck. Diaz was electric. I think I talked about this on the podcast the other day. If if I didn't, 
I should go over it real quick again. I think it's worth it. The, these numbers as are as a couple days ago, so not up to today. I think even a couple days, but the point remains the same. And what Diaz has done this year, he's pitched in eleven games. Yesterday was twelve, so before that, eleven ball games. If you look at American League uh, strikeouts per nine for pitchers with at least eleven games, Miller. 16.84, Batonsis 16.15, Diaz 14.92, Chapman 13.95, and Kimbrell 13.94. Diaz is nestled among the elite of the elite in the American League in terms of punch outs. Miller, Batonsis, Chapman, and Kimbrell. I mean, that is the best possible company you can be in in terms of strikeouts. And that is where Diaz is i mean granted he has not pitched as many games as those other guys and it's a tough pace to continue that is what he's done i mean that's that's where he's at he didn't hurt his strikeouts per nine last night when he fanned a couple that's a great thing they really could use benoit as well who has struggled so the mariners take on baltimore in game two tonight 7-10 first pitch from safeco wade leblanc goes to the mound he and his scoreless streak. He hasn't been scored on since 2014. It's been a long time. Excellent start his first time out, first start in a Mariners uniform. And again, take on a Baltimore team who nearly got the monthly record in Major League Baseball for home runs. They hit 56 home runs in the month of June. That's the most ever for a month of June. They nearly got the total record, which happened – well, the Mariners did it in 1999, 58 home runs. The 87 Baltimore team did it as well, 58 home runs. So this version of Baltimore nearly captured the 87 O's and also the Mariners in 99. Not surprisingly, Griffey had 11 home runs in that month for the Mariners in May of 1999. But they got contributions all over the place. Butch Husky had seven. David Bell had seven. Edgar Martinez chipped in six as well. Just a huge month for the Mariners. And uh, Russ Davis, he had seven as well. A-Rod had eight. I mean, home runs galore in 1999. So the Mariners take on Baltimore. Kevin Gosman will go for Baltimore. Very talented, 1-5, and five, a 3-9-3 ERA so far on the season. He has pitched at Safeco Field before. His last time out came against Tampa Bay, and he was excellent. Seven and two-thirds scoreless. Time before that, gave up four and five innings against Texas. Before that, six and three innings against Boston. And he's been that kind of roller coaster ride. I mean, he's had a you know a six and two-thirds one run against the Angels, six innings one run against New York, but then he's had those other starts where he's given up some runs. So we'll see what happens as the Mariners take on Baltimore and try and take game two of the series. Well, back with the Mariners, their catcher, Mike Zanino. Here's Mike Zanino with Shannon Dreyer. Shannon Dreyer here at Safeco Field catching up with Mike Zanino. It's great to see you here at Safeco Field again, Mike. Uh, Last night you said you were at dinner and and you got a phone call you probably weren't expecting to get last night. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where – 
it always happens when you're least expecting it. So I was had an off day, was out to dinner with my wife, and uh, ended up getting a call. So it was uh, really exciting, and uh, I mean, I hate to see that happen to Clevenger, and uh, I mean, hopefully he heals quick. But it was it was great to get that. Yeah, you've been back there. You know that that is that's part of the deal. It's tough. Yeah, it's part of the position, and, and uh, we take a few bumps and bruises, but uh, I mean, those breaks are never fun. We've kind of been following you when you've been down at Tacoma. You had the hot start, you had the rough May, and then you really look like you've rebounded in the last month. What have you learned over this time? Uh, I, I mean, I think I've, I've trusted the process of you mean, not, not falling into I mean, those long slumps. I mean, it was time working on stuff. I mean, whether it was taking pitches or, or working counts. And I, mean, I really used that time for what it was. And uh, that was my biggest thing was not you mean following the results but, but trusting that process of it. And uh, it, it's left me feeling pretty good with, with where I stand right now. How different is it working that out there? as opposed to being up here? Yeah, it, it's very different. I mean, once the season starts, you I mean, it, it's tough to slow it down. So it's one of those things where I, mean, I knew what I wanted to try to do this year, and uh, I was able to do that for the most part, and uh, I was able to get a lot of at-bats that, that really helped. One of the things that's been great to see is the on-base percentage. That's something new. What, what's your focus been there? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's really me trusting I mean, my approach and what I'm doing mechanically, and, and that's helped I mean, lead me to taking more pitches. I, I always get the hit by pitch, so I don't know why. And then uh, you mean, with the hits falling, too, it always helps. So it, it's nice to just sort of mix all that in there and, uh, you mean, just trusting myself at the plate. Now, the approach that you have right now, has that been consistent? Is that what you took out of spring training, or have there been adjustments to that? Yeah, I think there was always tweaks going into spring training. I really felt good going into the last, uh, last week of spring training and then carried that into the season. I've really tried not to venture too far away from that. What what's the key to that for you right now? What's different? Just keeping everything simple, and uh, you mean I think that's the biggest thing, and really eliminating the voices and knowing what I'm doing uh, mechanically and mentally is right, and uh, and can work for me, and just trusting that. Now, who have you been working with down there? Who's been instrumental? Uh, Scott Broach has been awesome, and uh, I think his biggest his biggest attribute is you I mean he lets you sort of go do your thing, and then when you approach him, he's he's already a step ahead of you and, and it's nice because he lets you sort of feel things on your own more so than just preaching it and, and being overbearing what's the biggest thing you've learned on your own uh you mean probably just to probably just keep everything simple and to know that what i'm doing is working and, and just trusting myself and uh there's times you mean in the last couple of years where you're just making adjustments every day so it's nice to really i mean cut that down and, and really just go into the cage and focus on what you want to focus on so you had just absolutely the insane april what was going right there and then what happened a little bit of everything you know i, I was getting great pitches to hit and uh early in the count and uh, when May came, you I mean they, they were pitching me different, and uh, it's one of those things where I learned that. You I mean I was taking more walks, but uh, I just had to learn to be more patient, and uh, I was able to do that and lined out a lot. But I mean sometimes that's part of the game, and uh, I mean just dealing with that and not getting hits was was nice, knowing that the at bats were so productive. And and how do you judge a productive bat at bat right now? Uh, I mean to me, it's it's if I'm sticking to my approach and my plan and and whatever the situation dictates. I mean whether it's a hit, a walk, a I mean, moving a guy over, a sack fly, anything that you can do to help the team at that point, and uh, you mean me staying within my approach. And sometimes the pitcher makes good pitches and you have to tip your hat. On the catching side, you had Paxton down there. He kind of yeah. surprised us all when he came up. What did you see in his development down there? Uh, I mean, he, he's just been doing everything, and uh, he sort of cleaned up his arm slot a little bit, and, and then you guys see the spike in the velo. But, uh, you mean, we all knew what he was capable of, and uh, right now it's clicking for him, and uh, I'm just excited to get working with him and the rest of the pitching staff to, to get them moving forward. Well, once again, we can't wait to see you back behind there. Thank you, Mike. Great. Thanks for having me. And now Aaron Goldsmith with Mark Trumbo, former Mariner. Mark, the Orioles are absolutely on fire right now. You are a big reason why nobody in the game has more home runs than you do right now. What has been working specifically well for you this year at the plate, other than the fact that you've been mashing a lot of pitches over the fence? 
Well, you know, so far so good. Um, quite a bit of room <laughs> to go. I don't know what to say. It, you know, sometimes it, it clicks for you. Sometimes it's, you know, um, it can be a little more of a fight. But so far this year, same principles that I, I was trying to integrate last year. Um, tried to carry them over. Um, some of the adjustments I tried to make last year, uh, you know, with the, with the Mariners. And, um, you know, I think just being surrounded by such a talented group of guys, you can't help but, um, you know, kind of be inspired and um try and kind of do your part to to keep pace because everyone here seems to be having uh, pretty nice seasons and you know you want to be one of the guys I know Edgar spoke very highly of his time working with you what was it like for you working with Edgar Martinez last season well, it was a real treat he, Edgar's you know arguably one of the best right-handed hitters to, to play the game um, and it was a guy that as soon as you know we started talking I realized that I'd be foolish not to listen to his advice you know anything he said that he thought I could do better it was pretty much a no-brainer you know if he Edgar Martinez thinks that this could be better or that, you know, you should change this a little bit. Why not, you know, at least give it a, an extended try and see for yourself. The Orioles have a chance tonight with one home run to have the most home runs hit in the month of June by any team in the history of baseball. You referenced just a moment ago this lineup and so many players, not just yourself having a productive season, let alone a productive uh, month of June. Uh, what is it like for you in terms of whether it be picking up a tip here or there from watching another guy swing or simply being in that environment where it seems like, especially this month, everybody for the Orioles is clicking. Hey, it's fun. I think it, well, at the end of the day, it's it's a whole lot of, um, you know, good times. And, it, it, you know, it doesn't always last forever. But I think this month in particular, um, you know, we've had some guys that have been swinging extremely well um adam uh and and john scope in particular have been on absolute you know they've been on fire um and chris and manny and uh i mean there's there's quite a few names to, to mention in here but um you know i think it really is it's kind of an energy you feed off of it's something where we we have confidence um you know maybe if we don't start the game swinging the bat as well we have the op you know opportunity and ability uh to do a little bit better job later um, and we've just got some really timely hits that uh, have ultimately probably given our pitching staff a little bit of breathing room. We saw your power many years ago with Anaheim. Of course, we saw it for a short time here in Seattle when you were with the Mariners, and now we're watching it from afar for you in Baltimore. It seems like your power, Mark, comes so easily. You might disagree with that, but it appears at least that it comes so easily. Are you a believer that a home run is simply a line drive that gets out of the ballpark and the standpoint of the mindset of trying to hit a home run versus just trying to make solid contact? There are times when you probably take shots that you might, um, I don't know if swinging harder is the right word, but set your sights a little bit higher. Um, I think one of the biggest things is, is if you hit it on the good part of the bat and get a good pitch to hit, uh, oftentimes, you know, good things happen. So more than, uh, you know, swinging from your heels and trying to launch all the time, um, I think it's more about getting a pitch you can handle. And, you know, I do groove my swing to kind of hit those line drive uh, gap type shots and you know if you happen to get under it a little more sometimes they end up um, turning into the fly balls that are ultimately home runs but um, you know I think that solid contact approach is, is far more important and gives you a lot better chance for overall success uh, beyond just the home run part of it. Mark it's always great to catch up with you welcome back to Seattle. I appreciate it thanks. See you later! Okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 